This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Jason. Derek here. So, uh... Big week for us. On yeah. Thursday, Vegas. it is the launch of the TMZ Audio Network. This is really exciting. Uh, years in the making, honestly. Derek and I are a big part of this. Uh, we're launching. We have the TMZ podcast. This podcast that you all listen to is going to continue. And then we have three new podcasts we're announcing. Last Days, very special to Derek and me. We're, yeah. We're hosting this. Very excited about Last Days, where we're going to explore the, the final moments of some of the biggest celebrities, uh, some that we've, we've covered, and you've heard all the news stories here. You're going to get all the inside scoop. Right, and then two others, uh, TMZ Sports, Michael Babcock and Moji Mutati is launching a podcast. You guys probably know them from the show on FS1. They're now launching a podcast. And then Spilling Royalty, uh, uh, hearkening back to, we did the, this is the second season. We did it previously with the build-up to the launch, uh, to, to the marriage of Harry and Meghan. Yeah, this time but is, now it's juicy. The, the now, drama now hasn't stopped. it's <laughs> juicy. It's juicy, juicy, juicy. Uh, with the coronation coming up yeah. and Charles having difficulty getting a musical act. And the memoir. And, and Meg, Megan and Harry getting dragged and their popularity plummeting in the United States. Anyway. Lots so Thursday, we- please subscribe. Uh, listen to everywhere you can get your podcast. Apple, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, subscribe to the podcast. I am. I just am chomping at the bit to talk about this right now. We're, Woody Harrelson was uh, hosting Saturday Night Live. And... He said some things about COVID that I want to talk about. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes. And people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea of being forced to do drugs? I do that voluntarily all day long. Wow. You can uh, hear the uncomfortable laughter in the yeah, audience. No, you can right, hear Because exactly. I, I watched the show, and he gave his whole monologue, and, and this was the final part where he's talking about new movies in, and he makes this vaccine joke, and the audience vibe changes. You can hear them sort of squirm a little bit. There's still sm- scattering of laughs. I but. think there is a sea change in this country. And what Woody Harrelson is saying is out there for sure. But I think the way officials hand it, handled the pandemic has led now to really out there and even crazy conspiracy theories that are being embraced by people who otherwise would never have embraced it. Because all of a sudden, what we're seeing is that the scientists didn't necessarily get it right. And in many respects, in many respects, let's start with the fact that you couldn't talk about COVID emanating from a Chinese lab because it was xenophobic. It was anti-Asian. And, you know, Donald Trump was ridiculous. Presented in a very xenophobic, anti-Asian way. It was yeah. so xenophobic, yes. talking about, as he put it, kung flu. Yes. I mean, that's just racist. Yes. It's just racist. Yeah. And so, you know, that obviously, it, it didn't help discourse. 
But there should have been discourse. And what happened was people got censored. Social media platforms censored people who would dare talk about the possibility that this came from a Chinese lab because somehow that's xenophobic, which I never really understood. Well, it was presented as a stark choice, which it shouldn't have been, to your point about discourse, but it was presented as a stark choice. You can either go full racist, it was intentionally done by the Chinese as a way of infiltrating the American psyche or whatever it was, or you had to be completely opposed to that instead of having a, a reasonable discussion about the possibility, the possible uh, uh, generation of, the, of this uh, right. disease. Well, guess what? Now, all of a sudden, these federal agencies, most notably the Department of Energy, now has come out and said there is a likelihood that this emanated from a Chinese lab. That, by the way, doesn't mean that it was some diabolical plan to spread it. It could have just been an accident. No, they, they say it was a, a leak from it a Chinese lab. It was an accident. Yeah. Right, yeah. But you couldn't even this talk. This bioterrorism. But this is, right. this is the consequence of this insane culture we live in right now where everybody wants to censor everything. That if you, you know, it's like both extremes believe they have the truth with a capital T. And anybody who dares dares to disagree with them should be stepped on, stomped on, and censored. And this is the result that we can't even have discuss. I want to swear right now, but have discussions. You're allowed to swear this podcast. Fuck <laughs> this yeah. shit. Yeah, look, I, think I mean, well, I'm serious. That was too much, Harf, sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm really serious. Yeah. It's like this, it, th th this democracy, this country was built on freedom of expression, where you could practice religion, where you could practice free speech, you could say what you want without being imprisoned, without being, you know, castigated, and we're back to that shit. I, I do want to say, though, it, it came from a good place not to sort of focus on no, where it, it didn't. I, I think it did, actually. I think it came from the place of people will receive— They were wrong. I, I understand they were, they wrong. were wrong, but I'm, I think it came from the place of people will receive this and it will proliferate anti-Asian hate in a similar fashion so let's, after 9-11. So let's there's not a worry talk. about Islamophobia. Okay, good. So, so let's, everyone said, let's not focus on the nationality. Let's censor the it. Religious. Let's just censor it. Let's censor it. Let's not talk about it no. for fear that some idiot is going to grab it and turn it into something that it isn't. No, you've got to tolerate that. And the fact that we couldn't talk about the possibility this came from a lab. And by the way, you know, they were wrong on masks. You know, wear them, don't wear them. They, they, they prevent. They were wrong on COVID. You won't get it if you get the shot. They were wrong on a well, lot of things. No, but, no, yeah. but that's but that's I, okay. But I, I don't think that scientists ever set out when they make these pronouncements as we're 100% right. Their statement is based on everything we know at the time. You didn't. They didn't say that. Well, but that's that's what all scientists. I know that's uh, the, the implication. Yeah, they there, were there working on these happened, vaccines in real time. In real time. And by the way, by the way, that's we, fine, Jason. Yeah. But don't censor well, and castigate people who disagree. Well, let, let's take Woody Harrelson's comments for a second because this is what we're building on this. Woody Harrelson, uh, I'm sorry, what he's saying is is a disservice to the millions and millions and tens of millions of people whose lives were saved because of this vaccine. And he can say whatever he wants. Woody Harrelson is also 
a, a, a somebody who doesn't believe in government except for the purpose of enforcing veganism and enforcing a way of life that is 100% pro-environmentalism. That's his entire reason for being. And he has talked about this. He's an anarchist. He has said, I'm an anarchist. He does not believe in government intervention in people's lives, period. Now, he may have a point. I don't know. We can discuss whether anarchy is a good thing or a bad thing. But that's who, that's who the messenger is here. What we also know is that, I, I was looking it up before today, the... Indian government believes they've saved as many as 34 million citizens' lives because of the vaccine. Now, maybe the Indian government's an idiot. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, I don't understand that. 34 million people. The, the reality is this. They got a lot of people. Almost. They got a lot of people. You, let in, me in let, close proximity yeah, to let each me, other. Let me, let me tell you something. If you, if you look at polls, and I think this is really interesting, and yes, I got this from real time with Bill Maher, but if you look at polls and you ask Democrats, how many people, what percentage of people die when they get COVID? It is shocking. They say 50%. It's well, 1%. It's 1%. Yeah. It's 1%. And so it, to say 34 million, look, look a lot of people who- 6.8 Guys, a lot of, it's a lot of people. A lot of people get COVID. Almost all of them survive. I'm not, listen, I got the vaccine once, twice, three times, four times. I got four vaccines. So I'm not anti-vax. I got it. But what I'm saying is most people don't die from it. Most people survive it. And, you know, a, a huge number survive but, it. But hold yeah. on. Far more survive it by percentages when they're vaccinated. Yeah. The, the vast majority of the, one, the, the 1% that would have died, a lot of those get saved I, I because of COVID. I think 1% is an amalgam of numbers of vaccinated and unvaccinated people. I think the numbers before the vaccine were considerably higher than that 1%. That's 1%. Most people... Well, well, you keep saying that no, number no, no, because but, of the vaccine. No, it's not because of the vaccine. Even people... even pe A lot of people were getting it. But what it, this is this is something that is rooted in a lot of underlying underlying diseases, you know, that exacerbates COVID. And again, we're talking sure. we're talking like we're scientists. Look, I don't know all the answers. What I'm saying is, I want to listen. I want to hear people talk. I want to hear Dr. Fauci and what he says. But I also want to hear other points of view on this thing. And what they did was, and to me, it's emblematic of what's going on in this country, is that you're not allowed to say it. You're not allowed to say it. You shouldn't be on social media. We're going to censor you. And this is the exact thing, I think, that's ruining this country. And I'm not saying that I disagree with Fauci because, again, I followed what Fauci said. And I'm glad I did. But that doesn't mean I don't want to hear what other people have to say. And as, and as wacky as what Woody Harrelson is saying, I think he has a bigger audience because of the censorship as now it's coming out. That so he's more obviously not that censored. So people were saying it all the time. No, Bill because Rogan was talking the about barn doors are getting the, the barn doors are getting blown open. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, Donald Trump said you can inject bleach into your veins. Well, he's crazy. A, but, but, he's uh, crazy. But but, but how? But you, ha if you're going to accept, if you're going to have a legitimate debate about Woody Harrelson's comments, you also need to have a legitimate debate about whether bleach should be injected into the arms to save people. Well, okay. Who's well, the who's the gatekeeper? Well, here? none of us. Are, but your point is my my point is that the gatekeeper is common sense. The the medical professionals we look to, some of whom are sometimes wrong, usually right, or. We, we we can have we can believe in them. Do you want to censor? A, no, no, no. Uh, we, we're nobody censor anybody. Anybody, but can we say did. Whatever but they want. No, no, they, they, they can't, and Why? they did. Joe Rogan has the biggest platform in the world. Who censors? Who by the way, the other people coming on to his show to say things that he doesn't agree with. The reason Joe Rogan can do what Joe Rogan does is he is independent. 
If you want to get on social media to tell your story and you wanted to tell your story mm-hmm. during the pandemic and you wanted to say that you believed it came from a lab, you weren't going to get on social media. Their algorithm, algorithms push that stuff down. But that, you there's could no get doubt on Joe Rogan it. with his 100 million audience or whatever is on No, I understand that. But Joe, but what I'm saying to you is, look, I can take News. or leave what Joe Rogan says. But I want I don't want hey, social man. I don't want social media to be my parent. Uh, but but you're just focusing on social media. We had plenty of other voices, contrary voices. Sure, sure, you had Twitter and Facebook who were saying one thing. You had Joe Rogan and the president of the United States, the most powerful man in the world, saying something to the contrary, saying that there were all these alternative drugs that we should look into. It's not like these voices were being stymied to the extent you couldn't hear them. Yeah, but here's the problem. Yeah. I, I agree with we you. We heard him. The president has a bully pul- pulpit. Joe Rogan has his own platform. But for doctors and other people who wanted to get their word out through places like social media, they didn't have that access because if they if they dare tried, by the way, they'd be viewed as racist, they'd be viewed as crazy, and this is such a reputationally based business medicine and science that, you know, th- th- their reputations would be ruined, so they were basically censored. Yeah, I, there's I, no I, doubt certain viewpoints were suppressed on social media and otherwise because there a, was a public health crisis that we needed to get as many jabs I, in the arms as possible. You know how, that, was the, that was the point of the before, exercise. Before the vaccine came out, I'm talking about when there were no jabs, you couldn't talk about a lab. You couldn't. And it was just, it's just ridiculous. I, 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 I think if, if you open up the door to all viewpoints, regardless of how crazy they are, should be respected and debated, you are going to open yourself up to debating things that we don't want to debate. Debating uh, things like, Okay, well, so who's, who's the parent here then? I, I, I don't know. Well, but no, you've got to okay. answer oh, that. Let me, let, let me ask you a question. Was Alex Jones debating Sandy Hook? Alex Jones ended He's up. He's debating it. I, listen, Alex Jones is disgusting. Exactly. And, no, and, but, and, but, but wait a minute. To who? He has got a big audience. It, define what free the principle of free speech for he me. Can what, say what, what is free he speech? wants, but you have to he, suffer the consequences okay. of being of being disregarded by mainstream society as a lunatic. Uh, guess what? They weren't lunatics when they said it was a lab. They the, weren't the, lunatics. The lab leak is. They may or may not be right, but it's different it, things than, than than the vaccine. But yet they were lumped. In, the, they, they were lumped into the same bucket. Well, I mean, look, people are closed-minded and, and debates get, get squashed and we shouldn't do that. But if you are going to open everything up, everybody's point of view deserves a fulsome debate, then let's debate whether or not the Sandy Hook parents actually brought it upon themselves and then made all this stuff I'm up. not, uh, listen. I, I want to have that debate. N- well, no, 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 but wait a minute. I'm not saying. I mean, saying, you don't actually want to. You're, you're yeah, setting up uh, a straw man. <laughs> I, I, I Just am, everyone should know. Jason doesn't want to have that debate. Right. And, and I'm not saying that everything is worthy of debate. You can cast aside ridiculous, disgusting but points of view. Who's the gatekeeper? Well, no, hold on. We are. The public is. And if 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 Alex Jones wants to do what Alex Jones does, then he does suffer the consequences in the sense that he was sued, he lost, he's been financially ruined, and probably that isn't enough from uh, what he... Uh, well, but, yeah. but wait a okay. minute. He doesn't but, want Twitter and Facebook but, being the gatekeepers. But... but it, uh, define Don't use them. what is right. free speech is free speech it has nothing to Twitter is free speech with them i understand that i get what but the truth social or fox news or whomever have their own gatekeeping of what they I, I understand say. that why are we siloing listen you watch certain ca- two cable networks and you're going to get a totally different view of sure. the world yes. both of them not true both of them are not complete. They're skewed. It's not the way the world works. And yet, if you just glom onto one or the other, that's the view you're going to get. And you become intolerant and hate the other side. Yes. What I'm saying is, 
allow this kind of discourse and don't be so afraid that some or or angry that somebody will dare disagree with you because the whole point of free speech and I understand I'm not talking the first amendment but I'm talking about the principle right. is that you have to tolerate not views that you agree with because that's easy it's views that are disgusting to you. It's the only way you have free speech. Yep. And we've lost it in this country. Even the ACLU has lost it. Lost it. Yeah. L- lost it. Yeah. Your your notion of it is bygone. I mean, it's it's, it's, a, it's almost quaint. It's over. Yeah. And it's upsetting, I'm sure, because you lived through an era where we truly had more of a crucible of, of ideas. I mean, yes. But we don't have it anymore. We're yes. in these silos. I mean, even the Vietnam War. It was that, you know, young people who were the ones who were fighting, you know, young people um, took a stand and they weren't, their speech wasn't squelched. Mm-hmm. And we made a difference. We made a difference in this society. The war ended. Although Nixon tried to quiet the war. Down, the, steps. <laughs> the war ended. Rabble rousers. That war ended because of young people and it's demonstrations. Yeah, and I is. wonder if the same thing young would happen today with, with an unpopular point of view at the beginning that ends up being the right view in the end. Well, the, the war in Iraq was another test. That's another that, one. Right? Yeah, where you were not allowed to say anything against the war for a long, long time. All dissent was squashed and you were un-American, unpatriotic. And look yeah. what happened. And, and right, now there's a lot of, a lot of discourse. And the only thing I'm saying is look I'm not I'm not embracing what Woody Woody Harrelson said I get it I mean it sounds crazy to me but let him talk you know and yeah. it's like and and you know we can talk how much did he we did he got the unsmatter he got the smattering of uncomfortable laughs and how it. much did we talk about what Woody Harrelson's theory we didn't yeah so we talked about something else but it's the principle of allowing him to speak to me that's really essential to a democracy, and we've lost it in this country. Yeah. Right. So the last That's day's podcast coming on Thursday, yeah. huh, Derek? <laughs> last days of democracy. <laughs> last we days of democracy. <laughs> We're pivoting. Okay, I'm sorry, but this was building up with me all weekend. <laughs> Have a good one. All right, everybody. see you guys see later. Ya. See ya.